submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, wow. I'm so glad you stayed with us because I have Amanda Brown in the studio live in person with me here. And I'm so excited because we work together. We work together with at church at the church next door, which is on the west side of Columbus. If you have not visited, I need you to come see me. I want to meet you. I want to introduce yourself to me. We'll, we'll hang out. We will pray at the altar there. We can talk. We can anyway, it's just such a great church. And I know that I'm biased, but I've been there almost 25 years and I still love, love, love the church next door. It is my happy place. And so that's where I met Amanda Brown. And together we've worked with uh, women's ministry. She helps in a myriad of ways. And we'll probably get to that in a moment. But anyway, welcome. Welcome, Amanda. Hey, it's glad. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's awesome. exciting. It's very fun. We're having a good time. And so we'll try to stay focused because I know you need us to stay focused. <laughs> oh, Amanda. Well, tell us your story. We want to hear about, tell us about coming to know the Lord, what, when you were younger, but then it, you kind of grew in the Lord at the church next door, right? Yeah, most definitely. Um, so I was in high school. I've always known about the Lord and my my mom definitely made sure I, I understood who Christ was, but she made it my decision to further my walk or do what I feel is right. So in high school, I decided to explore those options. Mm. Um, I went to a lot of different types of churches and um, just to see where I fit in. And your mom is brave. She is brave. (laughs) And (laughs) it it was awesome how she was able to take that and still want me to have those values. Mm -hmm. She did it without really saying, this is, this is why we Mm. do this. This Mm -hmm. is what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I was able to have those rooted values and then realize later in life that it was because she was a Christian woman Mm. and she didn't really want to lay it all out there that way. So I can make my own choices. I think it helped me stay grounded. And really when I came to Christ, it was cemented. Like Mm. I wasn't going anywhere. That's cool. So um, I was in high school and I was very skeptical, like I said, and I found a church home on the West side it was a smaller church, mm-hmm. um, a lot of elderly people, but they were very welcoming. I love um, those. And my mom didn't go. It was actually um, neighbors that would help take me to and oh. from. So you got, you got mm-hmm. that feeling of love. And That's then awesome. um, as I'm sitting there in sermons, pastor is trying to bring people to the altar for Christ. And I, I, was, I was hesitant. Mm. I didn't. I was like, what's his, what's his story? What's his game? He's just trying to do this. It's not necessarily for the kingdom at that point. You were skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) I asked lots of questions and tried to find different, different answers Mm -hmm. throughout the world. Um, But God has that way to pick at you. He can handle our questions. He does. He handles the questions. And then he's like, all right, you got the question. You, you continue to have those questions, but I'm still going to work at you until realize that this is it. I'm yeah. the one. So I came to Christ during an altar call with my pastor mm. and um, it was an incredible experience. Um, generally, I'm a crier when it comes Aww. to really being touched by the Lord. So I just remember really crying and letting it out and admitting that I was a sinner and that I needed to That's awesome. make the Lord my Lord and Savior. So um, I went through after that and my church dissolved, so it made me ask more questions. Oh, how heartbreaking, yeah. It really was, because I had become a member, and mm. I was just ready to 
to do it all. And then when it when it disassembled, I didn't really understand all the you know politics that can come with that. That's not really in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I asked questions, I just went on with my life and tried to do everything on my own because that's what they teach us, you mm-hmm. know. You, you, you're the one to find the answers and you've got to take care of yourself. Nobody else is going to. Mm. My mom was a very independent woman too. So mm-hmm. she instilled that in me as well. Mm. And as I went through, I decided I wanted to be a career woman and I didn't go the way I thought it was going to. I had a scholarship and everything and lost it. Oh. <laughs> that's a, that's a story. I, for a I, whole other time. I was going to say, I didn't know that part. <laughs> we may have to revisit that. Yeah. Part. Um, but at that point, it was just another way of the Lord saying, no, this isn't where I want you to go and pushes you in another way. I didn't know that then. I've, I've learned that throughout my life. <laughs> but um, as I got closer and I found my career um, and I was working retail and as I continued to go through and I, I went to community college and worked my way through as well. So I was trying to do both at the You're same time. You're a very hard worker to this day. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and I found my career and I really enjoyed being in retail management. So I, I went with that and I just continued to just work hard, keep my head down, my work ethic to speak for myself, something I've always been taught to do. And as that happened, I came to a wall. Oh, wow. And I reached out. I asked for help because that's what they tell you to do. When you can't figure out what to do, you, you're supposed to ask the, your mentors and people that know. And when that happened, they couldn't give me answers. Hmm. Were you asking them spiritual questions or, or are you talking practical? Practical at this point. Okay. Um, I, I didn't understand why, why I was failing. I was doing everything that I was supposed to and the things that the books say. I was looking everywhere for answers. And it was creating health problems. Mm. I started having anxiety attacks and started really stressing myself out. And but you'd really climb the ladder. I mean, you were managing how many people at that point? So um, when I first started, I was just a cashier. So mm-hmm. I was just, you know, doing what I needed to do to get by. And then I ended up, my largest amount was over 300 people that I was managing. Ooh. So that's, that's a lot. It, it, it is a lot. So trying to maintain that, and you're really responsible for every single person in the building and also trying to keep people happy, keep customers happy, you know, that's why we're there. But as it went through, I realized that I wasn't being able to take care of that. And I was just miserable. Mm-hmm. And I put on that happy face because you're just supposed to fake it till you make it. That's mm-hmm. what they always say. But it just wasn't helping. I was having all those issues. And during that time, I had already lost. I had already been divorced once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't understand why everything was happening to me. And as things were going on in my personal life, I realized that it was time to, it, I can't do it all on my own. What's all this for? The, I, my life can't just be for working and doing all this and being miserable. That's not what was intended. Were you walking with God still at this time? It was, I was lukewarm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, believed, but I wasn't practicing. I wasn't reading my Bible. I got very intimidated by the Bible, even when I had found Christ in high school, I cracked it open and I'm looking at these words and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I think that's pretty common. <laughs> it, it really is. And you, you know, you don't know that all the options that are out there. So I'm going through and I know he's there and I could ask for help and if I really needed to, but I figured that 
there were other people in this world that were hurting more than what I was and that they needed him more than I needed him. I could still handle it on my own and that he didn't have time for me. He needed to take care of the big things in the world, you know. Um, But I finally started coming to church um, at this point when I was really stressed out about work and not knowing what to do. Didn't know that's how it was correlated. But um, at that point, I was looking just for friends and something more to this world than working and going home and sleeping and starting all over and doing it again. How many hours do you think you worked a week? Um, Usually a week, it would probably be around 60 hours, 60 Mm -hmm. to 70. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, most definitely. Um, That is rough on health in a marriage. It it is, and you don't realize at that point I was still saying, well, it's not my fault. You know, I'm just trying to take care of the the family, take care of the house. I'm not realizing why. Mm Mm-hmm. Things are slowly deteriorating, and people would say, you know, I lost contact with friends that weren't were associated with work because they never knew how they could get a hold of me. Yeah. And, you know, I lost touch with their lives, obviously. And Wow. It, That's a lesson in itself. It, it really it really was. Um, and it wasn't until I started reaching out further past work that it was time. It was, I was realizing that there was more to this life and that I needed to really understand that I was using my career and work as an idol. Because mm. you you hear those fancy words, right? You're like, don't make this an idol. And you think of different things. You think of like wealth. You think of um, money and just those types of things as idols or alcohol, for example. And I was like, I don't have any of that. You know, I'm still just doing what I've been taught to do and taking care of things on my own working hard every single day. Yeah. And trying to take care of those 300 people and trying to just make sure that I'm doing my best I can at home. And then it's finally come to me that that was my idol. Having that type of career and doing Mm -hmm. it like that and not realizing that I needed to make room for the Lord. Yeah. It was a major realization. And so you started in a small group. I started in a small group and at first I came to, when I came to the church next door, I was very hesitant still. I didn't, I was asking those questions. I remember sitting with you with many questions <laughs> and that was good. And, and it's good to ask questions, isn't it? Absolutely. That's the only way you're going to find things out. <laughs> oh, Amanda, we have much more to uncover here and we want to continue our conversation the next show. And if you're willing to stay with us. Absolutely. That would be really great. You know, God is with you. And even maybe you are where Amanda was. Maybe you are working that 60 to 70 hour work week and even lost some friends or others along the way. God is going to help you in this. And that's why we're here. We're here to listen to one another, hear how God has moved in their heart and in their lives and that he would do the same for you. And he wants to encourage you. So stay with us for the next show. This week is going to be fabulous. I'm Jennifer Jackson and you are listening Simply for Women. Have a great day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God.